Well, thank you very much for speaking with us, man. Yeah, it's been very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots yeah. of great questions actually, <laughs> never been asked. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, it's been fun. It's been yeah, fun. Thank you so much for coming and for your time. And My pleasure. We can't wait to hear more of you in the <laughs> yeah. concerts. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Uh, I don't know. Will this be out by no. Thursday? <laughs> What it's a, a podcast with no time and place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was great, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to Word Up Podcast. I'm Evie. And I'm Webster. And today we are with Ihaka. Hello, kia ora. I'm Ihaka. I'm from New Zealand. Um, I'm a freelance musician. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and multi-instrumentalist. And I've been living in Amsterdam in the Netherlands for, for three and a half years now. And I came on a one-way ticket all the way to Europe, sold everything, and, uh, and I've been just trying to build myself up as a freelance artist ever since. That's the that's a long story short. <laughs> it's a great story. That's crazy. So you sold everything and then came to Amsterdam. What what sort of spared that decision? Yeah, um, a couple of things. Um, my step grandfather, he's Dutch, so I always had. I grew up with like Oli Bola at Christmas, <laughs> at New Year's, and and stuff like that. We didn't really speak Dutch, but um, I always had a fascination for the country. And um, the the second thing was we had a we had an earthquake in my home city in Christchurch. No way. Yeah, that was that was really heavy, and um, <clears throat> I felt after that that there wasn't much future for me at that time. Just just as a young person um, trying to find find himself in in the city that was just completely broken. So after after studying for a bit, I thought, yeah, I'm just gonna pursue that music dream. Um, instead of um, trying to uh, keep working through that earthquake kind of thing, I don't know. It brought it brought a lot of people down. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so I wanted to get away from that. Yeah, sounds quite traumatic. Um, were you doing music uh, at that time, or like yeah. quite heavily, or yeah. I was. I was. Um, music wasn't my main focus back then. I'd always played music. I mean, I was I was playing professionally since I was fifteen, but that was that was classical. A lot of classical music and a lot of um, theatre stuff as well. And um, after that, and a, and a lot of reggae as well. Reggae is quite big in New Zealand. And so I was playing a bit, but that wasn't the main focus. Yeah. There's just not that much space to be a full-time musician in New Zealand if you're into different genres. Right. Yeah. Got it. And uh, I'm just wondering, like, how was, what was your first impression when you arrived to Amsterdam? When I arrived in Amsterdam, my first impression was lots of weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. No, like, walking through the central city, you don't expect, I don't know, most big cities in the world, you don't expect just to smell weed everywhere. But Have you been to Barcelona? <laughs> Barcelona, no, but I've heard about it. Yeah, I've heard about it, yeah. And then the second then impression, like <laughs> the besides second, weed. The, the second impression was lots of water. Yeah. All the all the canals. Oh yeah. And um, and I but I think the thing that sticks out to me the most is the people, is the is the Dutch people, and how 
direct they are and yeah. and um, how straight to the point they are and that's that's actually quite refreshing for me I don't know I feel like as a an English speaker or English countries there's the, there's this kind of We've got this wall, right? Yeah, 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 totally. Up on that Webster, yeah, like, totally. I was yeah. gonna say, coming from London, people are super polite. Yeah, right. They could hate like, you in your polite. face, <laughs> and, but they'll be the nicest person to your face at yeah. the same time. And you know, it's refreshing to have Dutch people who will yeah. like tell you as it is. Yeah, if they don't like you, they'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. and that's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like okay. that. Yeah. Honesty, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's good stuff. And do you think? Do you feel like you're drawing your inspiration from your New Zealand part, or? Your experiences, or yeah, in the in the start, I definitely always have I man the, the cultural background of the Maori language, and and my name is Ihaka as well, and that's that's my Maori name that my mother called me in the house, um, so I'm definitely I definitely always take inspiration from that folk music from from New Zealand and and that culture, um, but lately I've been getting more into urban mm. feeling because. In Europe, it's just urban. It's really built up, and the inspiration that I'd get from New Zealand is more to do with the nature. Mm. So I had to shift my focus and my perspective about that since I since I've been here. Yeah, and especially in the Netherlands, where yeah, everything is handmade. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all man-made. You don't even get a forest without a walkway through it. You know. Yeah. And Wondel Park, we call it a park, even though yeah. it's a park. It's a park. It's fine. Three trees. Um, for our audience who haven't, maybe haven't heard your music, how would you describe it? Mm, that's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> because as a freelancer, I'm involved in way too many projects to get started about here. Um, my own music would be a, is a mixture of soul and jazz and electronics. Right. Um, but that's a bit hard to look up because I, I'm releasing this year. I've been working for the last three years on my own, my own band, Heavy Faces. Um, yeah, that's that kind of think about a mix between do you know do you know subtract or samfa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah samfa, mm -hmm. a mix between samfa and Jamiroquai and um, you know maybe Matt Corby, qua vocals. Sounds delicious. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good time. Yeah, but I mean the I mean I'm I'm in I'm involved in everything from reggae to punk to drum and bass to to DJX with like just deep house and stuff. So I try and keep that as broad as possible. Just yeah. un otherwise I'll go crazy. <laughs> yeah, you have to I work on imagine. one thing all the time. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Have you been to New Zealand ever since you came back here? No, I've been, I've been on the, I've just been going. Okay. There's no, I've been, I haven't been back. I, every year I try and go back for a tour because I've got a, a lot of um, friends in New Zealand that, that tour around and play music. But it just doesn't, I mean, the first year I was in Geneva for New Year's, um, playing at a at a five-star hotel that, I, I mean, our room was like 15, fucking 15,000 per, per night or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That's I crazy. Mean, we got asked in the morning, like, how do you want your omelet? Do you want it well done or medium rare? Like, when have you ever been asked that? That's like, crazy. You were drinking sparkling water before you came out here? Yeah. I was like, I'll have my omelet oh, yeah, cooked. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah right? Like, flipped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and every every year after that, I've just been been touring, and, and um, I try and make the space for that, but maybe this year. You never yeah. know. Yeah. We'd love to go back, yeah. definitely. That's definitely in the priority list. Yeah. 
And is your band also from New Zealand or? My, my own band. Yeah. Um, my own band is a bit international. I've got a, I've got my main boy, shout out Noah Ralph. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's my main boy on drums. We, we play in, we've got the two bands together. Yeah. Um, and he's from Colorado. He's actually British, but was, was brought up in Colorado and the rest of the band, the other three guys, they're Dutch. So it's a, it's an international kind of group. And in the beginning we spoke English, but now we speak Dutch just cause me and Noah learnt Dutch. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you find, did you find that switch easy from speaking English and then going to Dutch for me? For example, I've, I'm not even close yet yeah. <laughs> to picking up the local language. Yeah, it's funny. Dutch is such a funny language because you think, in, in, again, from the English perspective, you always think that there's more ways to say stuff. We've always got like 10 ways to say something, but the Dutch really only have like, if you want to say something, it's like that one way to say it. Right. And I think that, that was the most confusing. So I, I, after a while, I kind of got surprised by how simple it is actually mm-hmm. that was that was a surprise yeah. but it was also i had to learn quite quickly because i, I got set up in zwolle um not not exactly in amsterdam mm-hmm. and um the level of english there just isn't that high right so i, I kind of just got i got stuck in my one of my first rehearsals one of my first big gigs in in the netherlands was the final of the clash of the cover bands mm-hmm. that's quite a quite a big event that's all over the whole benelux and i got i got flown in the day before to to play with the band in the Klokgebouw in Eindhoven. It was five thousand people. It was just massive fire, fireworks and shit, shit. pyrotechnics <laughs> and shit. Yeah, sounds dope. And um, I just kind of I had the rehearsal the day before. And everyone was speaking Dutch, and I was just like sitting there like, whoa, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. understand. And then someone said something, and everyone looked at me, and I was like. Ooh. Could you say that in English, please? Yeah. It's that's, embarrassing, that's, isn't it? It's very embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's cool. How have you found navigating the music industry here then? So you've, you've mm. got some success. Obviously, you're doing really, really well. But for people starting out in, let's say, entertainment, for example, mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. how, what sort of advice would you have for them? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, the entertainment industry can be a really hard thing to navigate just because you've got a lot of people just doing their thing and you, you you've got to stay subjective you can't ever become objective about that i think even if you're got you know really high level of success you've still got to stay open for ideas and that means that there's just kind of this continuous melting pot of influences um depends what you want to do in the entertainment industry right like <clears throat> i've learned that um to support the the creative side of what i do so writing songs and throwing music out there i've also got to support that somehow and yeah and that's by being a session music musician for me like so arranging and just kind of doing stuff for other people yeah um and that's i think that's the backbone of anyone that wants to get into the entertainment industry is diversify your projects um, especially in the beginning, yeah. because you never know. <clears throat> you never know which project needs to get tweaked in the in 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 one way. And if you stay closed to that, then you won't grow. Right. And uh, even if I translate that to let's take it away from music, like let's put that into the context. Like you wanna you wanna be an event organization. 
um, you need a roster of events that you're working at. Otherwise, you'll have that one festival for that, yeah. you know, for yeah. the one year. And then that's that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really hard to find your own traction if you're not diversifying. So maybe you're doing one, you know, you've got a couple of festivals, but maybe you've also got a bar where you're booking music and maybe there's, you know, maybe a longer project that you're working on. Um, that would be my, my biggest tip is don't, don't get stuck in tunnel vision. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I wish I learned that when I first came here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I should have learned that quicker as well. Yeah. It's hard. Cause like teachers like sort of, you know, when you're in school, maybe you're learning your craft in that way and you're learning just about the craft. Mm -hmm. There's not much education on how you're going to support yourself in that craft. I mean, you kind of get sort of peripheral advice on, oh, you can make money doing this and doing mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. But for me, like the biggest growing point has been like, maybe I should do other stuff as well. Yeah. Maybe I don't have to stick to filmmaking to survive because yeah, right. at yeah. the end of the day, that's the thing that I love to do. Yeah. And sometimes doing what you love to do for money is not a wise choice. That, yeah. That, that can really taint your yeah. vision. It kills yeah. your creativity yeah. as well sometimes. So yeah, yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for diversifying. Yeah. I, 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 I've... I find I find also a lot of you know there's a lot of bands out there especially in Europe like there's just a a really high supply and there's also a really high demand for live music and and music in general um and um the it's 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 hard to it's hard to get past that you know and it's it's hard to get past that education step Especially, I, I come across people that are that have been working not so long in the entertainment industry, and um, I notice that they kind of feel that it's not going anywhere or something, you know. And I think it's important to just kind of focus on getting. I mean, if if your business isn't like going forward or you don't see any growth, then don't try and make excuses like, oh, like. I hear a lot from musicians that have just come out of conserva conservatory. They're like, oh, the audience, you know, the audience doesn't understand what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this kind of, I see that more as a kind of excuse yeah, totally. these days. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, then, uh, what is your pick me up? Like if, if you feel like your motivation is fleeting, how do you inspire yourself? Writing. Yeah. It doesn't matter what. Um, yeah, I wish I could do visual art, Yeah, <laughs> but I suck at it. <laughs> it's a skill. You it's can a, learn it's it. A, it's, it's an amazing skill. Yeah. I wish I could do that. You but, can learn. It's practice yeah, makes perfect, I, I mean, right? I, I, mean, I, I, do my, I do my own stuff sometimes, but I'm always like, nah, like, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. You look at it and it's like, eh, yeah. keep this one to myself, <laughs> keep, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, to, to, to get the inspiration back, I enjoy, I enjoy either, either writing by myself right. um in my own space like trying to trying to make that that home studio environment um your own kind of vibe um and making something new that you haven't made before or going out and watching um live bands that i haven't seen before okay. and meeting new people at events so also personally as a human being, not just a musician. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just as a human being. Like yeah. most of the things that I write, that that will never get played for an audience. But yeah, that's important. I think. I like that musicians are also humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? You can forget that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, what are some of the places in Amsterdam that people can um, to go to to discover new music? Because I know you've got quite a, an eclectic taste of music. Yeah. Uh, I'm quite new to the city and I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it can be a... Amsterdam, Amsterdam's a funny one because um, you've got a lot of places... Yeah, like places are small here. So they, they often don't have that massive PR... You know, there's some clubs in London that just have a massive PR yeah. department, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can see that everywhere in, in London for those, for those massive clubs, um, like O2 or something, you know? But um, here, there's, there was Sugar Factory until very recently. That's such a disappointment because Sugar Factory was such a, such a um, lovely place to play. But that's been, that's gone. So I'd say Melkweg, that's... Uh -huh. Um, and then not the stock standard concerts, but like that sometimes there's some killer stuff upstairs oh, in cool. Melkweg. Yeah. Nice. Also like you're pretty much guaranteed that if you, if you see a name there that you don't know, then check it out a little bit. Like they've got a great programming there. Um, Cinetol for like up, up and coming bands. Um, I'm, I'm definitely more into live, live music. So I wouldn't really know what to like for DJs or like the electronic, the DJ scene, like I don't really know, but Cinetol is a great place to see live music. And and I'd say the best party in Amsterdam, I'm a bit biased because I played there. Right. Um, um, and, and I know like everyone that's in the house band, Wicked Jazz Sounds, that was in Sugar Factory, that's now in the Melkweg. Okay. And that's every Sunday night. Cool. From like 11 to five, it's the, the people that come there are like alternatives. That, oh, wicked. that have just finished work on a Sunday, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And nice. it's it's just DJs and live musicians playing like old funk soul tracks. And that's nice. every week. So that's that's my favorite party in Amsterdam. Okay, cool. It's a guaranteed good time. Check those out. Cool. Yeah. Um, and we always ask this for people who come to our podcast. What is the strangest thing that happened to you on stage? Wow. <laughs> wow, good question. That. Wow, there's been some strange... People do strange stuff. I know, right? People are, people are weird. Tell um, us all. <laughs> yeah. I was playing at Amsterdam dance event. <laughs> this, yeah, this typical rock and roll story. I was playing at Amsterdam dance event with Canaris two years ago. We were playing in the Pacific Park. Pacific Park, also a great place to see, like, random stuff. But I think they're, they're changing the focus there, but... Anyway, I was at Pacific Park playing at Amsterdam dance event. Great, it was packed. Um, 18 year old chicks on the coke. Great, <laughs> like, love it. Um, and and um, I had these, these two like girls in front of me. And for some reason, I just wanted them to start making up. So I was like, it's like a punk band as well. So I was yeah. like, yeah, go make out with each other. And they did, they fucking did it. And they kept doing it for the whole song. Live the that life. was strange. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really strange. Because nice. like, what would you do if I told you to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, put your hair on fire. Yeah. Put your hair, light your hair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Such a trip. <laughs> or uh, there's, this, there's a city in the Netherlands called Apeldoorn. I don't oh, know yeah. if you... Yeah. Yeah? It's a crazy place. People that come to concerts there... In my experience, I've played there quite a lot. In my experience, they're just a little bit offbeat. <laughs> and um, like this one time I was playing, playing some piano and the owner of the bar came up to me or like one of the bar workers came up to me with like a tray of shots and it, 
he stood like right in front of the audience in the middle of the song and I was like, take a shot. You <laughs> know what I mean? And I'm playing piano. I'm trying to sing, trying to like connect with the audience. I'm like looking around him like, <laughs> yo, bro, like just playing a song at the moment. Hey. And, and he was like, no, you have to, you have to take a shot. So I had to like stop the song, like tell people like, uh, I'm sorry. Like there's only enough shots for me. I like took a shot. And then I don't know, that was, that was really strange. Cause it's like, that's bizarre. Yeah. Right. Like, You're like that to perform. Yeah. I'm there to perform. Like we can do a shot afterwards. Yeah. But well, I kind of find it weird. If, right? Yeah, right. I find it weird if your if your concert just gets cut, stopped by one person who has like an opinion at that moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like take a shot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll have this to been do strange. So I mean, PSAs. there's strange stuff that happens. I mean, last a couple of weeks ago, we were we were playing in uh, in uh, Willem II in uh, Den Bosch at a festival. We were, and um. Yeah, it's a great it's a great location, but um, the stage is low enough that you can like stand on the stage. So at at one point we got like that there were just people standing in front of the band on the stage, trying to crowd surf. But it was the same people that were trying to crowd surf the whole time, and the the rest of the audience was just kind of like kind of getting tired of these people that were crowd surfing. And this at at one point I just kind of got like, pissed off. I was like get the fuck off my stage and like kicked him in the back <laughs> kicked him in the back and he like jumped off but no one caught him and oh, no. i just saw him like boom like oh. On, oh, his, on his on his butt like, <laughs> like i saw him walking off like oh my back oh, oh no <laughs> were the audience happy about this yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I, I, a lot of people afterwards they were like, "Yeah, like I, I was getting so annoyed with the people that were on the stage." So like, yeah. good job. For getting to the back. I was like, okay. Looking out for the crowd. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, those are crazy stories. Well, and like I said, we'll have to do a lot of PSC. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally different from like the uh, spoken word crazy stories. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like yeah, drop my piece, drop my paper. <laughs> Forgot my line. <laughs> Forgot my line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one time, I uh, there's this um, soul singer in, in in the Netherlands, Humphrey Humphrey Campbell. He's a great singer, amazing, and um, he's represented the the Netherlands at Eurovision um, a couple of times. Cool. Just a just a all round like legend in the Dutch music scene. And this one time, I was emceeing uh, an orchestra gig that he was a guest artist at, and literally everybody i mean it was like in the main concert venue in swallow um with like four rows of people like two thousand people and i was the mc for that for that event and um i just i introduced him wrong and i was literally the only person that didn't know he was right like <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. came up to me at the half time they're like you know you got humphrey's name wrong i'm like oh Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! I think that's the worst. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Had, yeah. <laughs> Especially if he's like you know famous. That he's, he's famous. famous. Yeah. It's like, it was, oh, but he's was he of... upset? No, he he thought it was funny. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of I told him that. Sorry, but he was like, ah, whatever. Everybody knows. Me Everyone anyway. knows. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I know him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of celebrities, what's what? Did you have like a starstruck moment sometime because you've been playing around quite a lot? Yeah, I've had a couple of starstruck. A couple of starstruck moments. Or starstruck. I don't know. I, I, I was in France last year and Pussy Riot was playing on the same stage. And that was funny as because Pussy Riot is such a 
whack band. They're <laughs> so crazy. Like, they just yeah. go all the way. And I, right. really, I really like that. Um, but I'm just not the biggest fan of the music. Like I like their, it's almost like the Antwoord. Like mm. I, I really like their presence mm-hmm. what, and what they represent. And some tracks are cool, but, but the music. Yeah. I think the most starstruck moment that I had was, was playing a duet. I was at the Montreux Jazz Festival and this was still when I was traveling around Europe. It was a Montreux Jazz Festival. I was just by myself. And um, they've got this jam session underneath one of the concert venues in Montreux. Um, it's like the Montreux Jazz Club and that just kind of like opens up at 11 o'clock at night after yeah. all the outside concerts are done. And that's where kind of all the musicians and artists and vis- you know visual artists, YouTube influencers, they'll kind of like come to that one jam session. And I remember playing um, a duet with Jacob Collier. Do you know uh, Jacob Collier? He's 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 still niche, but he's he's quite big in the musician scene. Like he's played with Snarky Puppy, and he's he's played his own shows in um, in uh, large venues across Europe and, right. and America. And he's he's also an an education influencer, someone that that is just outstanding at music. And um, playing a duet with him, mm. we played Blackbird from uh, Blackbird singing the dead of night. Take those broken wings and learn to fly. Played that, and Quincy Jones and and Herbie Hancock were in the in the audience. Wow! And um, I just had a really great. At that point, I wasn't really focused on you know the career. I was just traveling and managed to just have a really. I don't know. I just, for me, it was just a really heartfelt moment that I was with Jacob Collier and we were making music and then kind of noticing that there were all these people around him that really wanted his attention and, and being able to just kind of mm. see through that and, and kind of look for, e- look for each other in the music. That was that's a really special moment. Right. Yeah. Is that how you see your future also? Or do you have massive yeah, goals know. for yourself? Or I don't know. I'm kind of caught with the future question because... You know, um, the more sustainable route is to, you know, the pr- production and and um, and uh, ses- session music and, and arranging. But there's also the part of me that really wants to put my own music out there. So I, I find that really hard to, mm. to answer. I would like if people left me alone, <laughs> if I ever got some kind of fame, you know, some yeah. kind of real fame, that would be nice to still able to operate as a normal person mm. yeah because seeing people like, like york <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. yeah but she's anonymous so i don't th- i would recognize bjork i wouldn't recognize her if she was walking on this well, i always see her with a costume very you know? yeah intense yeah. And yeah true yeah i met her twice so like yeah and it's never been massive like oh okay <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah yeah that would be nice otherwise i think you might you know was it someone like Justin Bieber, you know, like, who the, yeah. fuck, who the fuck is that? Like, no one, he doesn't exist, right? Like, right, right? like, I, that just, it seems a lot. so, it seems like so much unnecessary pressure. Yeah, I don't like the idea, I guess, of my life being in the public. Yeah. Yeah. Which is strange as a performer, I imagine, because you spend quite a lot of your time in public, but mm-hmm. you, you have to maintain a bit of you know, personal integrity a little bit. Sure, yeah. yeah. And it's that moment that people um, overstep those personal boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's when when it gets dirty, you know? Yeah. 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 
I can imagine. Yeah. So going back to personal. Personal. <laughs> Let's make it personal. Let's, Let's get, make it personal. Let's get deep. Um, was it easy for you to make friends here? And uh... um, in Amsterdam, no. I found in the beginning, but that's also, I mean, that's also got to do with how I was just kind of like this traveler. I was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no shower. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, no, literally like asking people. In the, I mean, in the beginning, I had no plan and very little self-respect, I think. And, um, you know, just kind of asking people if I can stay at their place. And so. But in, in Zwolle, I found... Um, a really amazing community um and that's that's where i've been ever since like as soon as i went to that first jam session in swallow yeah. and then boom 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 it all happened in that one night pretty much yeah um yeah like the producer that i work with with two projects now knaris where we're playing in paradiso on thursday and um met noah my drummer he was he was drumming that session um, met met a whole bunch of poets, did some spoken word stuff at at um, Windesheim Hochschule, like the right. university in Zwolle. So that that happened really fast, and it was like, whoa, I'm in Zwolle. Right. <laughs> so that that was a that that was really easy. I found the people to be amazingly warm and uh, yeah. inviting. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also wondering how much of where you are right now is because of the, your persistence and constant attempt to do what you're doing and mm -hmm. how much of it is luck hmm. um, certain milestones um, is has has some something to do with luck like um, just being in the at the right party at the right moment right like Yo, man, what's going on? Yeah, I'm drunk as. Yeah, me too. Hey, you want to play on my session on Thursday? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, we're playing a really big stage. Like, oh, well, that sounds great. And then, like, secretly, you're like, yes. Like, <laughs> like what a break. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think persistence definitely, like, Ted, you've got to build that luck. You've got to make your own luck, I think. Yeah. Um. Um, I'm also quite a slow person in terms of like creating something. I like to take a take a take a while, you know. Yeah. Rethink it. Right. Maybe if something's not really working for you, if you don't feel it so much, then then go back and and mm. kind of uh, revise it. So in that in that respect, I think persistence is key because in that time you can send out more emails and get more responses, right. and and mm. if you kind of jump the gun a little bit. Um, then you won't get that luck, that that little element of magic that you can't define, you know. Right. And that that I've found in my own experience that that's that's less there um, if it seems rushed. If you seem rushed as a person, or if you seem, you know, if your project seems rushed, if the music seems rushed, it mm. it, it um, people want to be relaxed and comfortable mm. with um, as as a as a persona as well as in a as a performer and a and a and an artist, um, it's important for me that people kind of feel comfortable to share opinions and and be open. So in that in that way, like it's more like persistence, like just making friends mm -hmm. and trusting that that something will come out of it. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta allow for a certain degree of, you know, serendipity when you're creating. Yeah, right. Because right? I mean, if you if you 
cancel that out then yeah <laughs> what are you doing well, exactly yeah. the whole thing is kind of like oh man like you're in a constant state of am i going to do this is this going to work out mm-hmm. and if you don't have any hope or believe in any sort of like then it's kind of like well might as well just throw the towel in yeah right because <laughs> you yeah. know it's all yeah. it's all based on luck and who you know and who you bump into yeah. and all that sort yeah, of stuff definitely yeah. i mean the the question of quality also comes in mm-hmm. but i find um you know because that's so subjective you can't you can't always use that as a measuring stick like i've seen bands that are just so good mm-hmm. that have no following yeah um because they don't put that work into it hmm. yeah and also vice versa like some acts have have immense quality from the beginning and then they just kind of boom get picked up yeah the uh, um there's a band arp freak um i don't know if you this i don't know this I don't think that's yeah, it's from Amsterdam, um, and they play like a throwback disco um, with um, quite a few Surinamese musicians and Antillian musicians. And um, the bassist, I found her. She, I mean, she's 18. She was living in Swallow, and I found the the bassist like three years ago. Whoa, like Marilona, you have so much talent, and like. Three months after that, Art Freak found her, played all across Europe, and now she's like 19. She's had like a feature in Bassist Magazine Holland. Wow. And she's going milestone to milestone. I really like to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of and she's good. X, then uh, do you have a dream to collaborate with someone? Mm. Let's just try to maybe they will hear us and <laughs> they'll reach yeah, out to yeah. you. Um, I've always wanted I've always wanted to collab with Jordan Rakai. He's Jordan Rakai is probably my main my main inspiration. Um or or FKJ, mm. French Kiwi Juice. Uh, he's a producer and, and multi-instrumentalist. It's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, those those two would probably be my outstanding like if that collab came in. Right. I'd ditch quite a lot just to get that one track done yeah well let's hope that's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like we should we could talk forever but um at this point we have to wrap up yes and for anyone who's trying to find out anything about you uh Ihaka, can you tell our audience where they can find you online yeah sure um i'm 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 uh, on instagram under ihaka underscore nz and um, you can look up my band on Facebook and Instagram, Heavy Faces or Knars. I've got two bands at the moment. Cool. Thank you very much. And as usual, guys, you know where to find us. It's www.wordupodcast.com where you'll be able to find our social media and make suggestions about future guests, etc., etc. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you. Word Bye. Doi. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Shout out to Word Up. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>